while it's a great gift to see the divine in everyone, expecting them to act from their divinity instead of their humanity can be a problem and have disastrous consequences. That's why we need to see the divine and deal with the human. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Sometimes I get negative feedback on articles, and I expect that. As the author of more than 5,000 articles, hundreds of radio shows, and eight best-selling books, I expect that not everyone will agree with me. And I do respond to emails and to questions that I receive. And I acknowledge my belief that every teacher has an audience, and they may not be part of mine. I admit that when I first started writing back in 2004, Receiving criticism, some of it very negative, was a little shocking. But of the millions who read my newsletters and blogs and listen now to my new podcast every week, there are bound to be a few people who don't like something that I say and who will voice their displeasure. So when I got a negative comment about a recent article, I do what I always do. I paid attention to what the writer said and also noted that she was the only one who wrote a negative criticism. She made some interesting points about negativity, seeing people as divine and looking for the best in people, all of which we should do. However, I have learned, as have many of you, that no matter how much I want to connect with the divine in everyone, I have to deal with the human, and I ignore that aspect of them at my peril. The writer criticized me for being too negative and insensitive to others' feelings and to not giving everyone the benefit of seeing them in their divinity. I disagreed with her because I do that with everyone, but I also know that I have to pay attention to the reality of who they are being and what they're doing and saying no matter how much I want to hear and see something else. When we see people in their highest light, we give them the gift of unconditional love and acceptance, and that is a truly wonderful gift. But whether they take the gift and use it to change who they are or how they behave is another thing. And here's a sidebar. Often we give people this wonderful gift of seeing them in their highest light and seeing them in their highest aspects in complete denial of who they're being and what they're doing in that moment. 
but also with the hope that somehow they'll change. They'll become someone else. They'll become something else, that they'll become more acceptable to us, that they'll become someone that they can connect with. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone? And even though they didn't treat you well, you wanted to be their friend or you wanted to be closer to them. So you ignored their bad behavior or you chalked it up to a one-off thing, even if it was the fifth time. And you just decided, I'm going to just continue to send them love and light and I'm going to wait until it changes them. And you can wait a really long time for that to happen because, and I hate to say this, and some people may disagree with me and that's okay, but when we have an agenda, and I, in my Raise Your Love Vibes program, I call this your love agenda, you have to acknowledge that in exchange for whatever you're giving them in, in the way of seeing their highest aspects and seeing them as divine, you want something in return. And what you want is something that meets your agenda. So you want to have a relationship with them or you want them to acknowledge you. You want them to value you. I remember many years ago when I worked in the tech industry, I worked for a fairly large telecom company. And one of my areas of responsibility was managing all the contractor payments. Now, this was a fairly large company. We had over 3,000 contractors, and the budget was enormous. This was in the heyday of the dot-com before it busted. So each of those contractors was being paid between $100 and $300 or more an hour. I managed the payments. I managed their contracts, and I had a budget of about $20 million dollars. And these contracting companies then would contract with a company and then we would pay them, would pay their contractors. The owner of one of the contracting companies had invited me to lunch, wanted to meet me and talk to me. And then she invited me to her lake house to dinner. Three or four meetings like this. And I thought it was really nice. She was a nice person. She was fun. She, of course, owned this company. She was making a lot of money because we were her largest contracting resource and she had a lot of money. And then about the fifth meeting, we are sitting at a dinner table at a restaurant and we're talking and she said, well, I heard you have this new project coming up. And I said, yeah, I saw the requisition. It's not my department. I don't hire the contractors. I just process all the payments. I make sure that they get paid. So she said, well, do you think you could talk to someone and put our name in? And I said, well, I really don't do that. And I had this sinking feeling in my stomach. You know how when you realize that someone you thought was your friend is not really your friend or you're getting taken advantage of or someone's getting ready to ask you something that may be just a little bit not quite ethical or not quite legal. And this was actually quite unethical. What she was asking me to do, which I would not have done, was not very ethical. But I think she figured she had invested several dinners and had me out to her lake house so she could ask me this favor. So she said, well, we would like to have the first bid on that contract. So if you could just push our company, our name to the top of the list, I'd appreciate it. And then she said, oh, and my contractors aren't getting paid in a very timely way. Could you pay them first? Could you speed up our payment schedule? And to be honest, I was shocked. You know, I had thought that this person liked me and I realized that she was just taking advantage of me. And this goes back to seeing the divine dealing with the human. So I saw her as 
you know, she was very successful. She was a powerful woman. I lived in Washington, D.C. at the time. She was a pretty big power player in D.C. She knew a lot of people. But she saw me as literally a tool to get more money into her company. And she didn't really like me at all. To be quite honest, staying friends with her meant doing favors for her, which would have cost me my job. It was unethical for her to ask me this. It would have been unethical for me to actually go in to work and do it. Although I actually could have done it because I was very well trusted and people did not expect that kind of behavior from me. So I probably could have gotten away with it, but I wouldn't have done it because it was just unethical. And then at the end of the dinner, I thanked her and I offered her some money for my dinner. She said, no, 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 I got it. That's okay. So I said, thank you very much. And I went home. And just to cover myself the next day, I sent her an email. So I want to make sure it came from work. And I said, well, I understand that you would like preferential treatment for these next bids. I'm sorry, but it's up to the department manager. I have no say in who's hired and I can't give anyone special favors. They were one of 30 contracting companies that we worked with and asking me to give you preferential treatment in any manner. It's beyond the scope of my job. It's, it's unethical and I won't do it. Needless to say, that was my last dinner invitation from her. But she had an agenda and I didn't recognize the agenda until she started asking me for favors. But we have agendas. So when we see the divine in someone and we don't pay attention to what their human is doing or we write off what their human is doing because we really want them to express their most divine aspects, then we're ignoring an important part of who they're being at our own peril. And we have to be realistic here. When someone slaps you in the face, you can turn the other cheek or you can walk away. Now, a slap in the face can be anything from an insult or as I just described, someone asking you to do something unethical because they want a special favor from you because they think they bought you dinner three or four times and now you owe them. I spent years of my life turning the other cheek, dealing with dishonest, mean, rude, unkind people until I discovered it was easier and safer to love someone at a distance and to walk away after the first slap. And when I learned to love and respect myself enough to know that it didn't matter how nice, loving, and accommodating I was with someone, if they couldn't receive that gift and use it to express the divine side of themselves more fully, then there was potential for me to endure a lot of heartache. Then I decided to choose people who weren't going to slap me at all by recognizing the potential for that and walking the other way before it could happen. I'd rather not get slapped even once by someone who has the potential to do that and then repeat the behavior. I've been blessed with some wonderful relationships, friends, and connections in my life. I've also been blessed with some cruel, mean, jealous, vindictive people who were hell-bent on creating drama, chaos, and pain in my life or dragging me into theirs until I learned to connect with their divinity up close, but maintain my distance from the human. While they're all equally divine, their human expression was very different. Yes, I did attract these teachers and continue to do so 
until I learned to see them as they were, not as I wish they could be, which has been one of my biggest life lessons. And I'm sure that that's the life lesson that many of us share. This ability to see people in their highest aspects, to see a greater potential in them, and then work really hard to get them to express that potential, ignoring the fact that they choose not to. While I'm blessed with the ability to see the divine in others, I've also learned to respect their humanity and see them as they are, not as I imagine they could be, hoping they could be a little less human and a little more divine. And I think it's particularly difficult for those who can energetically read people and see their different aspects. Sometimes we forget that while an energy is within someone, they do not always choose to express it. While everyone has the potential to be good, loving, and kind, they don't always express that side of themselves, and that's their choice. I have to honor that in them or I will experience the consequences. How many times have you experienced those consequences where you look at someone and you have a relationship with their potential, but not with the person? So you are holding them to this really high standard of performance, not realizing that their actual performance isn't anywhere near what you want them to become or expect them to be or hope they will be. And they end up disappointing you. I always say that we don't have a broken heart. One of the things that hurts so much is our unmet expectations. And if you've ever seen my rubber band example, which I've done on numerous Facebook lives and different videos. So imagine that a rubber band represents you and the other person, the relationship. Take one end of the rubber band and stretch it out as far as you can. And that's what holding someone up to this high standard, this higher potential is like. Well, if they're not there and you're holding the energy for that potential to express itself and it doesn't, and the person says, you know what, you're not even having a relationship that's based in reality. I'm out of here. And they go, snap that rubber band back. And what happens? Well, if you do the experiment, it hurts your finger. But that's what happens. It's not about feeling betrayed or rejected. It's the pain of that snap back. It's our unmet expectations. It's our higher potential that we're holding out there for them that snaps back to us because the relationship was never based in reality. We were having a relationship with someone's potential rather than the actual person. Somebody wrote to me when I expressed that because some people think, oh, but you're spiritual, so you should see the best in everyone and hold them to this standard and help them get through it. And I disagree. And this may cause a few ripples and that's okay. I do disagree. I think we spend far too much time focused on healing others, helping others, changing others. And then we ignore our own needs and we ignore the fact that we can't have a relationship with someone's potential. We have to see their divine. We have to acknowledge that we all have that divine center, but we have to pay attention to what the human is doing. One of my critics wrote, life is not about struggles and getting through tortuous shifts and problems. Life can be bliss. And they're right. Life can be bliss. But we have bliss once we know how to get beyond the human side, which is about struggle and getting through tortuous shifts and problems. 
Some people choose that for their lives. How many times have you known someone who is literally a drama queen? No offense to the men who are drama, I guess, drama kings, but their life is full of drama. Everything is a massive blow up. Everything is a problem. Everything is a challenge. And they just go from one drama situation to the next. Some people like that. Some people choose that for their lives. And we have no power over their choices. But we don't have to participate. And we can make different choices for our own life path. One of our most challenging lessons is to accept others as they are and then make our own choices accordingly. Everyone is divine and we all have the same source connection and we are all connected to each other. But everyone expresses their divinity through their humanity and it's how they choose that human expression that becomes the way they're showing us how much of their divinity they're actually willing to live with and how much they're willing to ignore. Each of us expresses the balance of human and divine in different ways. So seeing someone as divine and ignoring what their human aspect is doing is, to be honest, just silly. And those who insist that the world is full of sweetness and light and everything else can be ignored are not living in reality. The world is a wonderful place and there is so much good in people and there are good people everywhere. But there are those who will be a challenge and we have to decide how much pain, trauma, and drama we will allow in our lives and go from there. Give everyone the gift of knowing they're divine, but remember to pay attention to what their human is doing. Because to do anything less is to create a lot of painful consequences for yourself, but also it dishonors others' choices. While we think it's noble and honorable to see someone's highest potential and then hold that space for them to be part of that potential and to become that potential, I have a different opinion about that. I think it is an insult to their energetic sovereignty to expect them to be or to think that they should be any different than they are. So while you can approach everyone from the position of, hey, they're divine and I'm going to treat them with that kind of respect, that's great. But expecting them to act or to be become any different than who they are right now and ignoring obvious bad behavior is, as I said, just not being realistic. Do see the divine in everyone. Give them that gift of unconditional love and acceptance. But pay attention to what the human is doing and connect with them and respond to them through the reality of their humanity. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. 
Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.